Hey guys, welcome back to the Millionaire Marriage Podcast. This is Taylor Kovar here with Jeremy Gilliam. Hey and friends. We are excited to talk about um, debt and stress and all the not fun parts of the holidays. Yes. And so we were getting ready for this this episode and Jeremy said, man, I have a great story about holiday spending. And I said, yeah. great, save it for the podcast. So Jeremy, <laughs> it is your time. What, what do you got? Okay, so... It- I have this problem. And so I, this is like confession time for our listeners Uh for me. So not so much anymore for the last several years. So I'm a, like I was saying right before we we hit play or record rather, I'm an emotional spender. So I'll get in the moment and I'll go, I have to get this. This is important for me to buy for. And most time it's my wife. Yeah. Like I have to buy this for her. Because you know, she really like it or you'd really like it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure what the exact reason is. Probably feeling, feeling a need to give her like everything I think she wants. Uh, I gotcha. Needs. Yeah. And so, and so I have a story, but the back side to the story is we would set a budget. Like, so we'll just, I'll use an arbitrary number, like 50 bucks. It's not that, but I would spend like, 350 bucks. Hmm. So I would completely break our agreement. And then, so she would stick by it because my wife's a rule follower. So she would stick by it. And on Christmas she would, you know, I would get the present she got me and then I would have like all of these things. And then it was a problem. Yeah. (laughs) And so this one particular year and this, I I know Taylor has a lot of good things to talk about today, but I think this may be why it's important to plan what you're going to purchase. Anytime we can make you look bad. I'm all for it. I'm good. So yeah. Well, this is, this is, this is a good example. Awesome. So, so it was, it was a last minute purchase. I had already bought Erica a bunch of stuff and I had went into Sam's for something totally different. And this was several years ago. So three or no, maybe four years ago now something like that. And I, I go into Sam's and Sam's had like the big, nice kitchen aid. And I always remember Erica saying how she, she wanted one of those big mixer. Thing, yeah. The right? big mixer. It's yeah. like crank up, lifts it up. Oh it's, yeah. It's, it's got up. an engine on the back. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. And so she uses it pretty regularly still. And so I don't remember how much it was. I don't know. I can't remember what they are normally, but I had, I think it was, it was several hundred dollars, but I had already spent and budgeted the money or already spent the money we budgeted. And so I'm, I'm in Sam's. I'm like, I'm fixing to buy this and I'm going to be the greatest husband ever. And so at the end of it, you know, she was super happy for it. But then like when everyone left after the holiday, she's like, so why did you do that? Mm, Yeah. (laughs) And so it kind of took the specialness away because I didn't stick to our agreement because I became an emotional spender. And then on top of becoming an emotional spender. I think a lot of that honestly has to do probably with like family of origin stuff. Cause as a kid, we were super poor, super poor. And so I like, Oh, and so this is another challenge I have with being an emotional spender is on our kids. I'm like, I'm fixing to buy Bentley and Oculus and I'm fixing to buy him an Xbox. Hey, all things you didn't have or right. you kid. Yeah. And so I, I, I feel that pressure. I think the challenges is, is, is managing that the emotional aspect with logic going, okay, if I blow our budget, if I say yes to this, I'm saying no to something else later. Mm -hmm. I may be saying no to my retirement. I may be saying no to buying a new truck. 
saving up and paying cash for it. <laughs> I may be another say, topic for yeah, another day. No, yes. Different topic for a different day. I may be I may be saying no to something else yeah. because I've been emotional during the holiday season with my spending. Oh yeah. And so I think that's a I, for at least for me. And I, this may not be all of our listeners because some people are a little more sensible than I was for sure, but. I think it can become easy. And like we were talking right before, like grandma, she's like, I need to buy all my grandkids a $500 present. It's like, grandma, like you make like 50 bucks a month. You probably should stop. (laughs) Yeah. I think the the holidays do bring out a ton of emotions, right? And we've talked about this before, Mm -hmm. all kind of different emotions, but especially when it comes to spending, because we want to, you know, I want to be the uncle that's like the cool uncle that's providing all these great things. I have eight siblings. That's a lot of nieces and nephews. And so uh, it was like, yeah, let's pump the brakes on being that cool of an uncle. So instead of, I give them all $2 bills. Yeah. And it works out, right? So, but yeah, it, it does. It makes us all very emotional, especially with our spending. Yeah. And so I like how you said, you know, you went in going in to make a, a purchase based on what you think she needed. Yeah. Right. Not, not really what she wanted, but what you think she should have wanted. So that's what right. you get for her. Right. And we do that a lot in the holidays. I'm, I'm guilty of, it. I think men in general are guilty of it, but it, it goes back to, Hey, let's, let's figure out how to way to make the holidays great for everybody. Yeah. And so one of those is making a plan from the very beginning and sticking to that plan. Uh, I think it's extremely important. We talk about it with finances. We talk about it in marriage. You know, if we go into a marriage and we have a plan that, Hey, every, every week we're going to have a date night and every quarter we're going to have a weekend away, whatever that is your marriage will be better, right? So just like that, we want to do that with the holidays. And so the very first thing we want to do, Jeremy, make a plan. That's exactly right. Okay. So you guys are big budgeters, right? Yeah. Uh, So what does the holidays look like for you guys? What's what's that plan look like for y'all? So it's, we do two ways. So first it actually becomes a, and I don't want this to sound overwhelming, it becomes a year long process because what we will often do and have, we didn't do it this year, but we've done in years past, we often will do a sinking fund. So when it comes to December, we want to spend X dollar amount, whatever it is. Yeah. And so, and we, we know we're going to start buying presents generally in October, November. Okay. That's because usually you can find, yeah. you find a good deal, buy it. Oh yeah. And that way you're spending less instead of, see this is like why having a plan is important. So you're yeah. spending less instead of spending more. And then especially when you get to December, especially this year with the supply chain crisis, mm-hmm. you want to make sure you can get stuff. And so what we'll do is we'll take whatever that X dollar number is and we'll divide that by however many months come before that. So if it's 10 months, then we'll divide a thousand by 10 and we save a hundred dollars a month. And that way, when we get there, it's not some massive expenditure. So I think having a plan. So for us, most of the time, like I said, this year is a little different, but most of the time it's this plan that we are living out month to month to make sure that when that time comes, we have the funds for it. But then also I think part of the plan is as well is planning out. And so I think people think this can take the excitement away from it, but I, I don't think it has to is planning out. And me and my wife, we talked about this overtly. How much are you spending on me? How much am I spending on you? And that number is going to be the same. And we are going to stick by that. So people actually go, stick by and not actually, go yes. to Sam's and yeah, buy another. Yeah, right. Yeah, so I'm not, there's no, I'm not, yes. not buying another several hundred dollar uh, KitchenAid. Yes. Um, so I told my wife, it was so funny because we talked about this just a couple weeks ago. And she's like, are you actually going to do it? I'm like, it's been years. Like it literally has probably been three years since I've done that. She's like, well, I still think I'm like, I'm not going to do it. Like, she's still going to remember it. Though. Yeah. Oh, forever. Yeah, remember for the it, rest yes. of her life. Yeah. I've misplaced a jacket the other day <laughs> and I can't find it anywhere. And I ended up, 
a few years ago, lost another jacket, puffer vest thing. I actually had Megan hunt me down another one because I loved it. The day it arrived in the mail, I found it in my truck, hidden behind in the back of my truck, underneath some of my stuff. That's I'm usually not that not that janky, but it is uh, hunting season, so I don't yeah. have stuff in there. And so even this week, she was like, "Maybe it's in your truck. It's probably in your truck somewhere." Yeah. I'm like, "It's not in my truck. My truck's empty." But anyways, yes, making a plan and sticking have, to it. They have memories that are impeccable. So I love your I love your idea, right? Of knowing, hey, trying to go into it well in advance of, hey, we're going to plan to spend X. Doesn't mean that yeah. can't change, Correct. but then you're making adjustments throughout the year. Yep. So like for our employees, we have a Christmas fund. So every paycheck they can, we can take a portion of their money and we put it into a local bank in their name. It's all their money, but they draw interest on it and then they get a lump sum check, roughly the first um, check in November. Yeah. And so that way it's, it's just pulled out automatically. They don't have to think about it. Yeah. So if your employer offers that, I think it's a great idea. Absolutely. If not, I, I'm a huge fan of automating those savings. And so yeah. if, if you ready of our stuff it's a lot of automation of just take it out of your check right then don't, don't even think about it because typically what happens is we get to that first few checks in january february and we're like man i really really wish i'd had that money i don't want to i don't move that other fifty dollars or hundred dollars or yeah. ten dollars whatever it is over and but if it's automated it's a whole nother process it's just already taken care of so yeah so i want to tag with the plan again and because i i do think that T- tagging back in on the idea that you can't still have surprise. You can, if even though you're setting limits, you still can have surprise and it still can be exciting and fun. And then also want to be clear with this as well, because while we are, our family is in a little different financial position now than we were when we were newly married or young married, even before we had kids or when we had just Bentley or Bentley and Audrey when they were a lot smaller than they are. And I think the challenge is, is you can feel, you can feel not good enough. Mm. You can have these feelings that I am not a great spouse because I can't afford to buy my spouse X, Y, or Z. And so I think part of having a plan is it comes with the conversation that is just, you're just being real. You should not be going into debt this holiday season. You should, you should not. If you're pulling out your, your, American express card. Cause you have to have this gift for them. Like you're going to like, you're going to end up paying for this for a long time. You're going to paying stupid tax for a long time because it'll be, it'll become a pattern. And so it's just having this honest conversation. Like this is where we are. I want, I want to give you, especially if you're a gift giver, I want to give you this, but I can't or we can't. Yeah. And so I think it's just, I think it, it can create an opportunity for there to be collaboration, flexibility, and dialogue between you and your spouse. No, I agree. And that's one of the things that, that we tell people is, hey, create a list, right, of the people that you want to buy a gift for. Yes. And and as bad as it may sound, rank them, right, as, as Absolutely. far as important. So you got yeah. A, B, and no C, question. right? So right. my A, right, my my, my spouse, my children, like those yes. are people I want to make sure we have a gift for B, maybe really close, you know, family or friends or cousins yep. or coworkers. And then C, or maybe, you know, my hairdresser, I don't have a hairdresser, <laughs> my barber, right? <laughs> uh, my kids, teachers, things like right. that. That, that it would be nice. And then from there, we can really figure out one, how much money do we want to spend in each of these categories and then from each other. And so mm-hmm. for example, like me and my wife, our financial situation has changed dramatically over the years. I think that's for most everybody yeah. as you, you progress and get older and right. jobs change and kids. And so we actually went a couple of years where, where we were like, Hey, we're just not gonna buy each other anything. I mean, we're, we're adults. Like we buy what yeah. we need and most stuff that we want. Um, and then my mom told us one year, she was like, the kids need to see y'all giving each other gifts. Like 
because you got to remember, they're going to grow up one day and be like, my parents never gave each other gifts. Yeah. You guys not loved each other. It's like, okay, hang on. No, we really do. But I do like that principle. It, it, it was something we hadn't thought about. Yeah. Was, we, we don't celebrate like Valentine's Day. or we, I mean, we acknowledge them, but we're not going to spend $400 on Valentine's Day. And at Christmas, it was, you know, we just didn't think about it. It was more yeah. with the kids. And she made it really like, your kids are watching you, Absolutely. right? And they're watching how you handle it. And they're also watching those money fights that you may have if you don't. Yeah. follow your plan. And so I'm a big believer, make that plan. And I think there are ways, depending on your financial situation, mm-hmm. right? Some people, they, they have the finances, they can spend whatever they want to. And that that's great. But even if not, I think a lot of it is about that experience. And so yeah. my wife, I've seen her happier over a much, much smaller gift. That's thoughtful. She, that, that's thoughtful, <laughs> right? right? That was something she may have mentioned six months ago yeah. in passing or something that she wished she had more of than anything I've spent a lot of money on before. And, and more often than not, she would really prefer like a two-page handwritten letter. Yeah. Like that, if 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 I gave her that over diamonds, she would be thrilled because it just means so much more. Yeah. And I think that's one way we can get creative as we get older, where those are handmade gifts, where those are letters, whether yeah. that's something thoughtful that really plays in the holidays and takes some of that emotion, emotional spending, right. at least out of it. Yeah. No, absolutely. So I was just thinking about what you and Meg do about or had done because I totally get it because I think we're at this point now. We were talking about the literal last night. Eric's like, so what do you want for Christmas? I'm like, I have everything I need and most of what I want. Yeah. Unless you want to buy me a Tesla. Right. I I don't. I something thoughtful because I I don't I don't have an answer for you. And so but I, I can see the idea because. I mean, like, again, because we have most of what we, we have all of what we need and most of what we want. And so it's like, I, we, it'd just be easier just for us to focus on the kids more. Yeah. But then I do, I do, while we haven't thought that, I do like what your mom said about your kids need to see you give your wife a gift. Yeah. And they, they need to be able to see that, that the holidays don't have to be a stressful time. Yes. You know, it I, doesn't have to be. Oh, I, I doesn't have to be. We're, we're not or we dislike, I'll put it this way, when people project things on their kids, like, oh, it's it's the terrible twos, right? They're in the yeah. terrible twos, or they're teenagers, you know they can't do this or that. And it's like, no, like, I'm going to speak life over my kid. Yes. And the same thing with the holidays. Like, the holidays are a stressful time of the year, but they don't have to be. They don't have to be. And I think with a, with a good plan and going into it on the same team and on the same mindset, yes. it doesn't have to be. And so I think sitting down, like for us, we typically, around Christmas time, because that's when you're already in the mindset mm-hmm. afterwards, we'll sit down and say, okay, what, like what was really great about that? Yeah. Right. Not what was horrible. What yeah. we wish we'd have done differently yeah. and make plans for the next year. Yeah. And that way we know going into it, Hey, we have a pretty good idea. Now we don't save money every month, right? Like you guys do. We probably should, but we, we don't, <laughs> I'll write that down. Yeah. But, um, for us, it really is sitting there saying, okay, well, how do we want next year's Christmas to look like? Yeah. Right. Do we want to host Christmas yeah. and Thanksgiving? Do we want to, you know, make sure we go somewhere else? Do we want to take a vacation? We have family members who about every other year will basically quote unquote ditch Christmas and go do an experience. And so instead of spending on gifts, they go have a family experience somewhere that the kids have helped. And that's, that's their gift. Now they may do something little right morning of, but overall it's really about an experience whether that's a cruise or they're going you know, out of town going camping and hiking or whatever it is. And it's been really good for them and it, it helps them keep the main priority of of the holidays, the main priority, which is spending time with family. Yeah. So yeah, it's good stuff. All right. So I think going back, we have staying focused, right? So we're creating a plan. Yep. 
we're going to stick to the plan as far as how much we can spend. You said, you know, well, how, how can I surprise my spouse? Mm-hmm. Right. If we both know we're only spending 50 bucks or a hundred bucks or $10, what are some ideas there as a couple of how I can connect with Megan and say, Hey, we're only going to spend X amount of dollars this year, but without just asking her, tell me you want me to go buy you hair conditioning yeah. and face masks. Right. Yeah. So, um, what are some ideas that couples can do to maybe communicate better as far as what they really want that way? Yeah. So I think it really does boil down to having the conversation. It's so funny when you're talking. So, because <laughs> like, that's, that's almost what Erica does for me. Really? Because I mean, cause I'll get her what I think she wants. Yeah. But what would be helpful is, especially if, if your spouse, you know, your spouse is looking for the surprise, like they, they want to not know what they're getting. So then ask him, okay, give me a genre of things. So if it falls in these categories, it would be something that you would appreciate. And I think some of this is keep the receipt. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> in case I think part of it is really just learning your spouse. We've talked about this a lot and it's paying attention to the small things. Right. So like I have, a, I have a running list on my phone of things that Erica, probably not to the extent you do, but things that I've heard Erica say in the last you know couple of months, Hey, I'm really wanting this. And then she'll look at me like, Hey, yeah. this is a good idea. Did you if, hear me? If yes. you're looking for things, I'm like, Hey, yeah. I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Okay. I, I got what you're saying. And so I think some of it is, it's just being aware of, of, of really what, what your spouse does and doesn't like. Yeah. If you were, if I think if our husbands and wives were to on people who are listening, were to honestly th- sit down, be honest with yourself and say, okay, what does my wife or my husband like? What are some things they appreciate? So I know my wife appreciates X, Y, or Z. So I'll get something in that genre of thing. Or if you know your spouse wants something very specific and you know that's what they want, say, okay, if this is what you want, I'll get it. So I think it's just having an, this open conversation. What is your, what is your spouse looking for? So this holiday, you know, what are you, what are you looking for? Do you want me to surprise you? Do you want me to get you something in this like idea? Is there something specific you're really wanting? Yeah. And so I think you, it, it can still be a fun experience without having to be, Oh, well, we're only spending this much. So I know he's not going to buy me that new Louis Vuitton I've been looking at. Yeah. It's like a thousand dollars and you make like $1,500 a month. Of course, he's he not going sh- to he get shouldn't it. shouldn't buy that for you. Right, yeah, yes. right. And so I think it's just having that open and honest conversation and then really continuing to learn your spouse what, they're, what they want and don't want. What yeah. are your thoughts? Well, that's what I was going to say. I think if if you're listening to this and you say, well, I don't, you know, I'm sitting here thinking what my spouse, my spouse really likes and I can't come up with something and I don't know her maybe as well as I used to know her or don't know mm-hmm. him as well as I used to know him. There's a ton of resources, right? So we've, we rolled out recently some deck of cards yep. with, with talking points to yep. help you get to know your spouse and yes. communicate with them. So those are on our website, themillionairemarriage.com, where you can you can purchase those and they actually help you learn your spouse. Yes. And to me, those are great ways. And so over the last few months, unbeknownst to Meg, I've been using <laughs> some of these during our date nights and learning and more nice, about her. Like, yeah. And then I just kind of dive deeper into the, into the questions and they've really helped to one show an interest in her, right? Yeah. She makes her, make sure she knows that I'm interested in her and want to learn more about her, 
but then also I'm using these little things to make a running list. Um, and I think one of the big things here when we're going to the holidays is being aware of your spouse, right? Really being yeah. aware of them. So once you know your spouse, you can read their emotions, hopefully after you've been together for a while and you're aware of their stress level, because I think the, the, the holidays bring out a ton of stress. Yeah. So Megan decorated our house the other day. I don't help decorate for Christmas. It's not something I enjoy. We learned several years ago that it's better for our relationship if I don't help decorate for Christmas. I'm not one where I have to make sure this ornament goes just yeah. there. I don't care. I just want, to, it looks great, right? I yeah. want to be a great experience for my kids. And so, but it takes her two full days to decorate our house. Every single room in our house has something with Christmas in it. But I knew during those two days, hey, I'm just going to be the best husband that I can be, right? I know she's focused on this and she's one where she doesn't want to go to bed until like everything's done. Mm-hmm. So if, if, if there's a dish in the sink, it needs to be in the dishwasher or it needs to be cleaned and put up before she gets in bed or she just can't relax. And so during those couple of days where I made sure I brought lunch by the house, I made sure the kids were taken. Like I went over and above because I know the holidays can be very stressful for couples. And so I think keeping that in mind with your, with your spouse of being aware of their stress level, making sure you have a plan. And then when things do blow up, because sometimes they do, right? Tempers can flare to really just take a moment, right? So we use the stop, drop and roll method in Mm -hmm. in various um, avenues, but basically just stop yourself in the middle of the argument, right? Somebody has to be the adult or realize, hey, (laughs) we're just fighting because of this, right? So stop in the middle of it drop the issue. I'm, I'm a big kind of believer of, Hey, if it's not going to matter in 50 years, I'm not going to let it take 50 seconds of my, yeah. my time. Right. I don't want to live under that stress and, and headache and then kind of either roll out of the room because it's too hot, right. Or yeah. too hot, <laughs> hotted, too hot. It, you know, people are too hot and, or, you know, roll into fixing the situation yeah. rolling with a solution. Hey, we're, we're going to agree to disagree. Let's roll past this and, and get things going. Absolutely. Um, so yeah. I think, so I, I think again, the, 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 the moral of the story, the crux of the matter is this holiday season doesn't have to be stressful. And some of you are listening going, okay, yeah, that's, it's not. But then some of you are going, this is super stressful. It doesn't have to be get a plan. And I'm going to say the dreaded B word, get a budget. Yes. Sit down, look at what November and December look like for you financially. And then, and then stick with your plan and actually stick with your plan talk things through, learn some emotional management, learn to control yourself, practice, stop, drop and roll, stop, drop the issue and roll out. I mean, just throw up the deuces, call it a day and make this Christmas, make this holiday season the best it's ever been because you're staying in control emotionally. You're staying connected emotionally. You're not destroying your finances. You're not having to pay on this holiday all the way through next holiday because you had a plan, you had a budget, you controlled your emotional spending and you had a good season. Yeah. There's zero reason to go into, have to go into debt for this. Even if you listen to this now, you can make a very creative holiday season and have a great holiday. So you're starting the year off on the right track, on the right foot. We would love to hear your thoughts, your opinions, what works in your home, what works for you and your children, you and your spouse, ways that other listeners can reduce the stress and spending in their holidays. And if you are watching us on YouTube, hit the like, share. If you're hitting on social media, drop us a comment. Love to see you next time.